Happy New Year, everyone. It's January 8th, 2024. I'm Paula Bach, author of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. Thank you for joining over 4,000 listeners. I believe all of us need a tune-up every so often with our people skills. A new year and a new you is not just a platitude. My hope for you in 2024 is that you will become more aware of how you interact with your fellow humans. And thank you for taking the time to listen. In today's podcast, wishing you a joy for 2024. Could a joy change your life's trajectory, bring hope and encouragement to others, even be the light in a darkened world? We could all use a joy. Wishing you a joy? Is that a typo, an idiom, or just ignorance? Well, I'm happy to say it is none of those. But first, we have to take a little trip through my history. In 2017, I was fired from my teaching position without due process. It was the full stop to a 46-year career. Simply put, I was bullied by my department colleagues and the administration for nine years. So I did not fight my dismissal. I just sadly crept into the sunset. As the months progressed into 2018 and 2019, I must admit, I floundered. What was my next chapter's purpose? Did I have an identity other than retired teacher? Oh, wait a minute, I got it. I'll write a book about my life as a teacher and I'll call it Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. In fact, I did that and it was published in 2019. And this provided me with speaking engagements and book signings until, yeah, you guessed it, the infamous 2020. My eye doctor botched my cataract surgery. The nation shut down, the world shut down. And so who cares what a retired educator thinks? For the next two years, my life experience was probably very much like yours and everyone else. Buckle down stay well, and survive this. After the pandemic began to wane, I joined a gym. If I hoped to find my identity there, I would be sorely disappointed. Taking dance classes, moving from the weight training room to swimming pool, produced an incredibly lonely time. For the first months of 2022, no one in gym classes acknowledged my presence or even spoke to me. Well, in true transparency, I never bothered to reach out or speak to anyone else either. The gym appeared to be a place where zombies roamed in search of the body perfection, never speaking nor smiling. I was nameless and literally invisible. Little did I comprehend how the summer of 2022 would change my perspective and ultimately change the trajectory of my life. I experienced a joy. A lady in my aerobic pool class actually asked my name. The following day, she called me by name and suggested I join her before class began. 
Through the passing of several days, we discovered we both were published authors, married, and had grandchildren. Well, <laughs> you get it. Commonality is the first step to friendship. Actually, Oprah Winfrey said it even better, and I quote, The commonality in the human experience is the same. We have the same sorrows and the same triumphs. Joy is joy is joy. Which brings me to joy. Is it a psychological feeling, a fleeting moment of euphoria, or... Well, God knew I needed some prompting to get on with my life, so he brought me joy. The lady who learned my name at the pool and remembered it the next day is joy, and she changed my life for the better. What is remarkable about joy? Well, first of all, she smiles and speaks to everyone. Learning and retaining people's name is important to her. Joy is an authentic human being who boldly loves God and openly prays for folks when they are in their desperate need of answers and healing. I wish for you a joy for 2024. Someone who enters your orbit and is ever-present to encourage your metamorphic transition to a loving human being void of religious or political bigotry. Our country needs you and me to stop hating people whose opinions differ from ours. We actually can become a joy. How has joy single-handedly changed me? Well, I remind myself daily, sometimes minute by minute, that I need to smile at strangers. When I spend even a fraction of time with my fellow humans, knowing their name is paramount for continued connection. But here is the best part. At any given moment, sometimes mid-sentence, if Joy feels someone needs a prayer, she fearlessly and openly lifts that person up in prayer. These moments of communicating with God happen in restaurants, Starbucks, and yes, even the gym pool. I have to admit, at first I felt a little awkward. My faith is steeped in my relationship with Jesus Christ. But my actions, and more specifically prayers, lean toward the silent, private kind. My transformation has taken over a year. Smiling at the unknown human can be daunting. Calling someone by their name and asking them about their life situation requires diligence and a priority of remembering those important things which each person has professed. But here's the question. Could I actually pray in public places for someone? Yes, I can. It is and continues to be the most exhilarating, emotional, and electrifying moment which directly connects me to a circuit with God. Oh, I know. I can almost hear you rolling your eyes can prayers possibly work? Is there really a God who cares? Am I able to extend myself in this very public way? 
well, actually, I could reiterate many accounts since I've immersed myself in praying for my fellow humans. But in case your skepticism doesn't have much time, I will limit it to just two. I found a lady whom I didn't know very well standing alone in a large hall. I asked her if she was all right. At first, I thought that was a mistake. She prattled on and on about her malaises from her teeth to her toes. I started disconnecting as I certainly didn't have time for a health report. Thankfully, the God whispers, which I previously ignored, implored me to listen. And listen I did for about 10 minutes. When she let out her final breath of anxieties, I asked myself, what would Joy do? And so I put my arm around this lady, prayed out loud God would comfort her and send her peace. A week later, when I asked her how things were going, she told me that her trip to the dentist and health issues produced a calm she had never experienced before. To answer those doubters, prayers do work. God does care. And yes, Speaking boldly for the healing of this lady produced a profound result. Praying enables me to reach out to anyone who is suffering. <laughs> and who couldn't use a prayer during these days of tribulation? Contemplate this. Do people's lives intersect yours who could use a genuine lifting of their soul? My guess is yes. The second example, there is a younger woman who became a part of our gym group. She shared her struggles and asked for suggestions. In the parking lot one day, I put my arm around her and said I would pray for her. I sensed that God was a part of her belief system, but the power of prayer may have seemed pointless. Fast forward several months, she accepted Jesus into her heart and was baptized. Witnessing the power of prayer is unlike any emotion you will ever experience. So, I'm a retired teacher who blogs and podcasts things educational. What does all of this have to do with teaching? Well, let me assure you, it is not complicated. Smile at everyone you come in contact with throughout the day. Now, praying out loud in the public schools will get you a new job fast. But lifting up silent prayers on behalf of your students and fellow teachers should be a constant in your teaching life. Learn those names. Never excuse your perceived inability to remember names. Names are important if you truly wish to connect and extend authentic friendship. I wish you a joy in 2024. Even better, I hope you become a joy. When you sense those around you are hurting, ask yourself, WWJD, what would joy do? At the very least, be purposeful in your smile and establish eye contact. Learn and retain names. If you haven't already done so, I challenge you this year to form a relationship with Jesus and God the Father. 
not a religion, a relationship. Pray openly for wisdom and discernment in your own life. While I hope 2024 brings you the peace which surpasses all human understanding, there are two wars, open borders, insanity, high crime, and the roller coaster economy which may certainly bring anxiety and feelings of emptiness. I know for a fact that God can fill that void. Max Lucado actually said it best, and I quote, Our prayers may be awkward. Our attempts may be feeble. But since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it and not in the one who says it, our prayers do make a difference. And my final quote is from Leo Tolstoy. Joy can only be real if people look upon their life as a service and have a definite object in life outside themselves and their personal happiness. Last word, I love writing and podcasting on Substack. The feedback keeps me going. Spread the word and hit those subscribe and share buttons at any time. And I want to leave you with today's motivation. May you not only find a joy, but may you also be one in 2024. Thanks, everyone.